But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, Ole, every day. Casa Ole, Ole! It's limited time! It's episode 49. Uh, we've done more episodes than the Astros have wins this season, but not for much longer because the Astros are the best team in baseball and nobody knows what to think about it. So uh, we've got, I'm James, he's Pat, uh, another special guest. It's a, a special guest that we've had on uh, fairly fairly often, actually, uh, and somebody that, that you love, we love him. Uh, he's Nick Mundy. Nick, how you doing? Hey guys, thanks for having me back on. Yeah, I like to think I'm like, you know, you know, the Andy Pettit of the Astros organization. <laughs> like when I'm not hanging out with my cool New York friends, I like to be around here. Yeah, you like to keep it real at home. Uh, yeah, I'm just in Deer Park. You don't forget your roots. Yeah, yeah, just in Deer Park, just you know, throwing my best friend under the bus. Right, right. Uh, and your wife. Yeah. The, oh no, I don't. I don't know that story. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Well, that's a. Uh, we'll we don't want to. Wanna, that. I don't really want to delve into that one, to be honest. No, yeah, we'll like find that, that about that off air. <laughs> but hey, yeah. Thanks for having me on on this year of 2017 Astros joy. Yeah. No. It's, it's everything's awesome. My, my big question is, what are you guys doing with your unwarranted dread? Uh, mm. I've, I'm starting to displace it. It's going away. And I, I don't like that. It's going away. Every every win, I'm I, they're alleviating it. Yeah, I was so used to Buster only finding any excuse not to talk about us, and then he started talking about us all the time, and I'm I got more mad. I think. Well, we're like st- we're statistically backing up everything we're doing. It's not an anomaly. We are legit the best team in baseball. So it's like you have to make up your own scenarios to discredit us. Yeah, no, because I mean the 2015 team like started off hot, though not not this hot for as long as this team's been hot, and and I and I feel like ESPN gave a little bit more uh, attention to the 2015 team than they have to this team, and and well, I well that team wasn't supposed to be there, so they were a surprise. I think people expected us to be here and they already don't like the city. So they already don't care. I don't know that anyone in my wildest dreams, I couldn't have come up with 41 and 16. No, this is, we have to keep in mind that this is an elite start. This is an all time great start. Yeah. Ever. Well, and it's, it's funny cause I'm listening to the radio and everyone's like, perfect team, perfect team, perfect team. And then of course I'm the Astros fan is like, well, you know, <laughs> well, you don't want, uh, we're not we're not perfect perfect they don't understand Uh, they have to we have they have to watch us they have to see us come to their city and just like what we did to minnesota and have them just destroy all their hopes and dreams they'll be like (laughs) oh i I get it i get it now you know what's i want to i want to step in and because i was looking at this earlier uh and and it doesn't i don't know what happened across baseball today because i've been busy uh and whatnot but but the twins were a first place team and they were playing like a first place team, you know, last weekend 
because uh, the last time we recorded, it was last Sunday night. They hadn't started that twin series. And twins, first place, whatever. And then the Astros have the Memorial Day miracle and then take the next two. Harp City. And, and now, like, what's weird, because I, I try not to, but I look at the, at the playoff odds on fan graphs a decent amount, like every single morning, just to kind of see what, what's up. And the twins are 28 and 24. Uh, having been handed, you know, an, an ass whooping courtesy of the Astros and their own bullpen, but they're a game up on the Indians who have played two more games but have lost two more games or whatever. But Fangraph says that the the Indians are a ninety one and seventy one team, whereas the Twins, after almost a third of their season, they're a seventy nine and eighty three team. Like, what do you? Like, do you look at playoff odds? Or because the Astros are at ninety nine point nine percent to make the playoffs. <laughs> Gee, I hate that so much. Oh, that's, yeah. But that's uh, before that's before today, where they put the Rangers fifteen games back. Uh, the Angels, I think the Angels lost, and the Mariners won. So, so the, like second place it's thir- in the it's AL 13, West it's is thirteen and a half. Thirteen and a half games back. What? What? How how do we how do we handle this? Well, I saw an Allison Footer tweet where she said that we could lose fifteen in a row and we'd still be in a decent position in the <laughs> division lead. It's true, and it's a true. We'd probably still be about seven games up. Mm-hmm. Look, I mean, I know given how, how other games play out and stuff, I know how we keep this up. All star game slights. We're going to be pissed off about that. The team's going to be pissed off about that. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the glamour awards. Like, Correa should be MVP, Altuve should be MVP, Keuchel should be Cy Young. Mike Fires gets play, uh Comeback of the Year award in <laughs> the only time it's ever in season. A zero to hero award. Um, we have the, that nonsense. And also... Yeah, our, our, and that plays into our inferiority complex, too. Which yeah. we have a huge inferiority complex because we're been, we've been real bad. We've been inferior. And, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Houston is just the notorious, like, we're bad at, you know, the only time we... No, we're mediocre at everything. We're not bad. We, I mean, the Astros were bad for We're years, bad at we're, winning. We're, uh, we're medium across the board in sports. Unless Michael Jordan is, like, gambling, we're bad <laughs> at winning important games. Still, we would, I'm, Well, this is a, for another day, but the Rockets would have beat the Bulls. Both times. Uh, no. I'll do we'll 100%. get into that after that. Guaranteed. Story. Okay. Anyway. Save it for the... Uh, save it for... Uh, Lima for, time for, time for my new Rockets for my new Hakeem time time. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, we're but like we have a lot of demons. Like, so I don't. I'm not worried about us getting complacent. I'm not really worried about complacent. I think well, you no, know, it, no, definitely not. And the team and the team isn't complacent. Like they have fun winning. They were that that Twins game when they were just. Well, I mean, obviously they were scoring 11 runs in an inning, so it's fun. But they were loving it. Like they like to win, and not all. And some teams are just about their business, and they're like the how you picture the Yankees. They put on, you know, they they get their briefcase, they put on their suit, and they just go to work. <laughs> Astros are like out there hungry. No, like they want to take. They want to go. They want to kill the league, and it looks like it. I think the Astros. Not only do they love to win, but but there's a. And we and Pat, you and I talked about this last week. There's a there is you enjoy winning 
and every now and then you're going to lose a game. But there is a as much as there is a I love to win this game from the team. There is an I absolutely hate losing this game. And I think back to was it I think it was last night. We're recording this on Sunday night, damn near Monday morning. Uh, but but when like Springer pitched a fit when he got he got rung he up. Do- he does that all the time. That's a the, every time there's he, he Arp City. He does that all the time. That's how he reacts. They were, in fact, they called him a uh, like a little like a little a competitive little leaguer or something on the broadcast. Yeah, and he he you actually said like I sort of regret this little league stuff. You know his reaction to it, but it sort of gives you a mindset as like I they don't they're not okay with hey I might lose a game this week. And no, he he stood during the Minnesota game yelling at the grounds crew at the umpires. He was like, "What the fuck is this?" He was like, "What is this bullshit?" And I love it. He's like, I love it too. Because you know what? You know what it is. They're millennials in the best way. They work really hard and they want to be the fucking best at everything that they do. They are. They're like, they're, they're ideal millennials. That's exactly. What they, they are ideal millennials. And you know who would hate our current Astros team? <laughs> The '90s Astros. Oh, yeah. they would hate it. There's no church group. These guys have well, club Astros like turn. They've got the Migos playing. There's no Biggio, uh, Bagwell and 2004 Beltran would have hated this team. There couldn't be an opposite, a more opposite brand than than that than that team and this team. That's yeah. true. It's so true. Like because we don't play it the right way. Blah blah like, blah blah like, blah. Could you picture Roger Clements? Doing the uh, getting water splash in his face or like <laughs> dancing with it. I mean, no, no. They all, they were all they were like that whole team was like forty year old men. Yeah, no, you know. Uh, go ahead. No, I, I, I just think. I, well, yeah, they would have never had belts. They would have never done. They would have had club Astros. Like McCann must be like going through this like thing where he just realized what colors are. <laughs> he, he's gonna come out one day with a, a dyed goatee, like with a newfound. <laughs> he's gonna have just wear. He's gonna have like a supreme hat on or something. He's just gonna. He's gonna buy into the culture. Yeah, the, like because I was worried about McCann, but he's just been like, I, I've learned so much about being human. Being a human, <laughs> <laughs> McCann is that like parent and Footloose who realized dancing's okay. <laughs> that's exactly who he is. Yeah, that's why he stole a bass. <laughs> <laughs> he's a hero. He's a he's our favorite dad. He is our favorite dad. Oh man! And I can't wait for the, we win the World Series and McCann and Gad um, is just stand up sixty nine each other, and you can't tell which is which. Yeah, that's inevitable. It's probably already happened too. It's just like we're gonna see that at that point. That only yeah, happens on the plane. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's gonna be on. It's gonna be on the parade float downtown. <laughs> No, look, we're a good team, and it's like it's fun, and I just it's it's weird, like because like I'll talk to my buddies or my brother or my wife, and I'm like, we're really good, and I'll just say it with like dread. <laughs> That's I know I, I know the I'm not used to it, but it's just like you know, man, like Brad Peacock killed it today. He's he's had three really decent starts. I, I know he gave up a couple of runs last time. He's what struck out eight. Minimum of eight each start. I mean, that's all you can. I mean, that's all you can ask for. He just pops in, and yeah, I mean, everybody contributes. They are legit good. I was talking to a friend of mine that's a Cleveland Indians fan, and she was talking shit after that sweep. And I'm like, yeah, we haven't lost since then. I mean, I think we lost a game, but I mean, it's like 
we have 41 wins. Like, what? I'm not really, you I'm know, still not scared of you, Cleveland, just because you beat us a few times. You know what's interesting is we kicked the Yankees' ass, and after we beat them, they went on a run. And the Twins have been on a run since we swept, like, embarrassed them. We so demoralized them good to the fact where they have to reevaluate. Yeah, yeah, but they're re- but they're still good. Like they're still winning after the fact, which it means like to me, they're like, okay. These are good teams. We're just way better. I agree. You know, I'd never want to. I'd never want to face Cleveland again. No, but, I I I want Cleveland because I don't like I don't like that. That's the one thing kind of hanging over our heads. They're uh, what six you know, and one six and one against us five and one. It's something uh, yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, we we beat them once, and they swept us and won two out of three. I think so. I think yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing hanging over this team. That's the only thing hanging over this team, is that Cleveland owns us, and they're, a, you know, they were the AL, you know, pick to repeat as AL champs or whatever. So, well, that's I mean, it. They're I don't know if they won today, but they came into Sunday's game twenty eight and twenty. Excuse me, twenty eight and twenty six. They're a game. They're going to win that division. The Twins, I think, are kind of playing out of their ass, to be honest. Well, they, I, no, I, think, I think Cleveland eventually pulls away and wins that division. So we're talking. We're, we're, we're talking ALCS and them. And I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but let's be guys, honest. Go, I mean, going it back take, to the la- I'm sorry. We're not going to. We're not going to lose this division, guys. Come on, guys. Going back to the uh, the last kind of art discussion we had. Um, I'm looking up Astros.com, and if you go to it, it's. Korea and Springer touching each other's face. <laughs> like, that, see, like, I love everything. Bagwell would have ever done that. Like, well, you know, they did that. They would just never allow the press to get it. Yeah. Like Jeff Kent was comfortable enough with his sexuality to touch another man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he he was like the liberal one of the bunch, and he was still like, very, maybe, he was like uh, a libertarian. Maybe that's how he broke his wrist that one year in the San Francisco. In, the Indians won eight to nothing. All right, so the, so the Indians are good. I mean, and, and honestly, that's the only, you know, the Royals have won. The, the Royals won. Well, they beat the Royals. The Royals are 24 and 31. The Indians are 29 and 26, and the Indians are good. The Indians so that are just good. shows hate, you what we're doing. So, I hate playing the Royals at, in Kansas City. Well, that's they're gonna, not, they're that's not good. No, I know, but it's one of those teams that, like, does well against us for the last two years. But it. <sighs> Like, it, but like, look, these are my demons, not the Astros. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's their clue. Yeah, so it's Texas. So we're gonna, the Astros are gonna cure us of all of our complexes. They just did it with the Rangers. We we own them again. That's nice. That's nice. The only team, the only good team in the AL that the Astros have not played is the Red Sox, and that's gonna happen fairly soon. So that I mean, you look. the The question is, can the Astros keep this pace up? And they're they're playing on. I, uh, they're playing on like an all-time great. They're, they're they're playing seven twenty baseball. Yeah, and I mean that's uh, ridiculous. There was I didn't make grades that good. <laughs> there was a um, like uh, Matt Young from the Chronicle, who's a good dude, uh, tweeted out that you know before today's game that that there's been in the last fifty years there's been eight teams. That's that won forty of their first fifty six games, and seven of them made the World Series, uh, and and the five of them won it. The one I team, think. yeah, the one team that didn't 
has the was the, that Mariner team that 2001 Jet, Mariners team, and I I spent, which is the only thing I'm thinking about all the time. They, I, I thought they lost in the division series, and they lost in the uh, ALCS. ALCS. I didn't realize they made the uh, ALCS, so I was wrong on that. They beat the Indians and lost to the Yankees, and I looked at I I spent I went like inning by inning looking at that 2001 ALCS against the Yankees. And that's a, that's the team that got Luis Gonzalez against the Diamondbacks, huh? Yes. Is that the year? Yes. Yeah. And it was just like their big hitters, uh, like the Mariners hitter, like like Mike Mike Cameron didn't do anything. Edgar Martinez. Edgar Martinez didn't do anything. John Halama, Freddie Garcia, the guys that the Astros gave up to get ten starts. Who was that? Who was the big uh, uh, Jay Buhner? Was he on that team? He was on that team. I I, he, I, I loved that team for whatever reason. I think he had a fucking pretty good Jay, Jamie Moyer out there dealing. Yes, an old Jamie Moyer was somehow thirty eight then. Yeah, and throwing like an, a seventy-nine mile an hour fastball and striking dudes out left and right because his changeup was so good. But and and my parents lived in and I've said this before. My parents lived in Seattle while I was in college, and so like I have a like before the Astros moved to the AL, the Mariners were my AL team, and and I I that the the O one Mariners haunt me like I keep uh, that that's all I can think about as the Astros make this run is that and I think that's that's a combination of of history and it's a combination of like Houston sports like how is how are they going to break our hearts well that's why we need to get the uh that uh, sign a picture let's just like even though and I, I I've and argued again, that young we don't millennials, need it. young millennials who don't give a shit about the past yeah we can't good thing. we can't we can't relate to them <laughs> they don't give a fuck. They're out there for them. They're out there doing their thing. They don't care. They're wearing pants that have cuffs on the bottom that are baggy at the thigh. I don't get it. They wear fedoras. <laughs> like they all have weird haircuts. Yeah, they have great parts. They all have great parts. I, I think Those it's great. Parts. Yeah, no, I love it. I love everything about it. They have style. We have we have a I talked about this on the radio with Alan Michaels last week. Like we have a very, very attractive team. Oh, sure. good looking dudes, yeah. We have a bunch of and I, I like that. And and you could, please don't make that into a sound clip if you can. I would rather that not. But like, I'd oh, rather I, have oh, a bunch there, of good there, looking there's dudes. Four guys I would kiss. <laughs> make that yeah. a clip. Make that a clip. I'm about. I'm I'm, I'm around eleven, I think. Um, because some just impress me with their skills. So it's like they're just you know they they bring out the girl in me. You know, it's just like I'm I'm impressed by their hard work. <laughs> oh yeah, you just want to you just want to celebrate their strength. Right, so it's just there. That makes me more attracted to them. It's not necessarily their, their uh, boyish good looks. Let's move on from this right now. If you've ever seen the Mr. Belvedere Brock Toon SNL sketch, you know how I feel about George Springer. <laughs> it's it's still Lance McCullers. Is, is just I watch that video, the high five video, like every day to get up and get hyped. Yeah, with, with es with ESG playing in the background, and he has like a cool ass handshake for everybody. But look, I think I, – I do feel like – and I think this is like the big takeaway from today's show. It's not the Astros hangups in this current iteration. It's ours. It's us. No, that's It's true. 100% us in the we're, culture. We're wrong. No, that's I agree. 100% accurate. And, and you can see it on Twitter too. People don't know – like some people are just talking mad shit. And other people are like, I don't want to say a fucking thing. I don't want to do anything. I'm not going to – I'm not gonna harass the Rangers. I'm not. I'm just. Oh, gonna, I, I deleted like twelve of them that I I wrote, and then I was like, nope, no. Nope. I went at the actual Rangers. You I did. wasn't it dealing was, with Rangers it, fans. Was I was attacking like the actual team. 
but that's it. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's wild on these Astro streets. It is. So I feel. Right. I feel. So do you feel? Do you feel worse for Astro? All right, let me ask you this: Do you? Who do you feel worse for? Astros fans who are waiting for it to implode, or Rangers fans who are totally like legitimately expecting things to get better? They suck. Fuck them. Well, fuck them. Number one, like I don't. I'm not ever gonna feel sorry for those idiots. No, no, but I mean, but I mean, their uh, true colors are showing after we've dominated them. They don't know how to react. They're like, we're, but we own them. It's like you guys didn't even know you had a fucking team until 2010. It's like fucking miss me with all of that. Miss me with all of that, Ranger fan. Like, get. I hate. I I legit hate them. It's not like the oh, it's the. I hate those guys. Like I would hate them if it wasn't a Houston, like Ranger thing. Like they're they suck. That's why the Blue Jays hate them too. They're bunch. They suck. (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to think of another like if if the not in the AL West but like if the like if Reds fans Angel Angels fans like fuck all right Anaheim <laughs> Nick you they can are, speak to this you know that like the 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 Anaheim Duck fans are the worst that they're Angel fans Angel fans Angel are actually fans? Angel fans are actually pretty nice and every time God I go to damn it. a ton you, of games just back me up you you can <laughs> I know I know I can't I can't they're super nice. God, I mean, granted, the stadium's at Chili's, but it is. okay, everyone's, okay, I'll, I'll, I can run with that. That's that's okay. <laughs> everyone's super nice and respectful, and they're all like, "Hey, congrats!" They're wearing um, flair. Damn it! That that, that that's thing. what I've noticed though is when you've like I like your half of your identity is based on a, a sports team because you wear their. You spend a lot of money to wear their clothes. Yeah. Um, yeah, you rep like you rep very well, by the way. I, I mean, I know we know this, but like. I've never seen you on a video without a uh, Astros hat on. I was telling my wife this. The fact that that's like connected with your brand is super fucking cool. Yeah, it's like it's sued by the Houston Astros. I mean, (laughs) no, I would never. never No, well, uh, yeah, it it just happened by accident because, like, especially right now, like I, I accidentally have long hair, and I'm like, hell yeah, you do. Long hair, don't care. Like. No, you're letting it flow. You know, it became a thing, but then, like, you know, hard working millennial. <laughs> started doing some projects, and uh, yeah, it just became like, all right, well, I'm wearing Astros had a lot. And then I also collect them. I, I see uh, attitude. I have every single Astros hat they've ever had, except for like the 2011 Stars and Stripes hat, which was a shitty one. It was a bad. Yeah, it was, no, bad, it was Astros, a bad hat. I know that one specifically. The Astros need yeah. to need they they need to send you that hat just as like a a, a head. They, they uh, like did, a head no, they did hook me up with they did hook me up with the 2010. Really? That's like, not. That's cool. Oh no! Yeah, no, they hooked me up with the 2010 hat. Um, the Astros take care of me all the time. They 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 send me some of the giveaways that I can't make it to. Uh, they're very kind to uh, me. They no, they're I guess, they, they're they're great. They they're are found, absolutely great. Their social media and fan outreach are fantastic. I mean, yeah, they've uh, yeah they've invited James and I to all sorts of different things that we couldn't necessarily make sometimes. But they're like, hey, you want to come out to? We got Budweiser sponsored events and uh, go to it. They, they they like whoever's doing their social media understands how it works and understands sure. that like we are part of it. And like I appreciate that they understand that we're not just two dickheads on a podcast and, and you're not just a guy making funny videos like that. We, we're part of the brand too. Well, look, I want to be the third most popular Astros fan. 
behind me and James? No, I'm sorry. The most like famous Astros fan. That's my goal. I'm not there yet, but that's what I want to be. I'm going to compete with you on that, and then it'll be fun, and you're going to win. Because, but... well, Dennis Quaid is one. Dennis Quaid? What? Dennis Quaid doesn't represent, though. But he's still... And then Mattress Mac. And then yeah, who's he, three? He sold Coke. Like We have to, like... We have to, that doesn't count. Who's number three? George fucking Bush. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Wait. All right. HW. Yeah. 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 So the do you think there's, do you think there's tension? For now. Be- do you think there's tension between HW and W? No. Well, like no. W is all about the Rangers and HW. Well, I mean that whole rooting legacy thing, but I don't think about sports. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think they've come to terms with it. I think they're cool now. Like it's, it's like a, it's like he's about to die and they've, they've talked it all through. I love I love uh, HW. Like, yeah, no, okay. So okay, I love let, both let, of them. I, I, we're, I, I we're, even Bush wasn't. Oh, the, well, now painting, he's like I love the dude. Dog painting George W. Bush is great. But real yeah, quick, he, like when he was on Kimmel, he was just killing it, like dropping <laughs> right. one liners, painting. I was like, I like this guy. Real quick, who are the top three most famous Astros fans? Pat, if you okay. see yourself, you're getting kicked off the feed, even though this is not my show. Me? Okay, no, no. Let's uh, let's, let's talk about this. Well, um. We have a H-Town. bunch of local, you know, all the all the H Town rappers. So you gotta go, you gotta deal with Slim Thug and all those guys. And I guess they're not really that famous. I'm overall. talking about on a national scale. Bunny. On a national scale. Does Kevin Costner like the Astros? No. He's gotta like baseball, right? I mean, he's done two fucking he's, movies. He's from here. Done three. Wait, I think it's George Bush. Sure. I think it's Bush Quaid. And uh, Mattress Mac. All right, I I didn't know that Dennis Quaid was an Astros fan, so that yeah, he's, he's probably him. the Quaids are from from here for sure. No, but he doesn't like he's he's not wearing he didn't wear his Astros hats in his videos with the Rock. Mm, that's true. Randy does, but that's well, Ra- yeah, Randy also lives like <laughs> at Coachella somehow. <laughs> he he is Burning Man, like they that's him. He lives at Joshua Tree. As far as I'm concerned, Randy Quaid. Actually died like going like flying a plane up into into an alien, alien spaceship. Yes, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, I think I think and I think his career died shortly thereafter. But yeah. that's okay. Uh, God bless you, Randy Quaid. I mean, the only other person I can think of as famous is like Beth. Beyonce if she's representing. She could do a lot for us. Mama Nisa. Now. That's that's like local respect. That's like mafia shit. All right, who I was like, talking, we, I was like, talking Mom, about? Real. Mama Nympha walks in. It's like, all right, we're all like, all right, <laughs> you, you can sit here. Like Nympha's off navigation. Like, come on now. Oh, oh, that's for real. That's the only place my dad takes. Uh, like, I mean, we're come on now, man. Mama Nympha, you playing? You playing out here, Mama Nympha? See, I, uh, I'm sorry. No, I I, I don't know. There's there hasn't been like who is a national who is a national like Robert Flores like formerly of ESPN like yeah he represents like he has some reach but like in terms of like fame there's nobody like, he's famous in the sports circles so everybody knows that Robert Flores he was been on the show and he was awesome yeah. uh, is I straight am looking at McConaughey wearing a Astros hat yeah that's a good that's that's a good uh, parallel. What about Drake? To, a, to, a, to strive for. What about Drake doing the H-Town appreciation thing? I hate Drake. 
Fuck Drake. He so, just he, you want to talk about appropriation? He just appropriated screw culture. He did. It's totally true. So there's no. He does there's love nobody. this city. Don't get me wrong. But if you're no, no, Drake right, doesn't. Hold, Drake is a he's a Blue Jay fan. He's a Toronto kid. All right, hold on. So if if you're talking about like which which international superstar is going to take the Astros brand to the next level? Well, no, we're just saying who's like the most famous person that the Astros are their favorite team. Like Dennis uh, Quaid is from here. He likes the Astros. Dennis Quaid is going to Bush sat behind home plate for. I mean, I know he's you know it's hard to make the games now, but I mean Dave, he's a he's a he's an actual fan that go used to go to every game. We're talking about like the most famous. Apparently, McConaughey is a big Astros fan. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, they're they're from uh, they're from Beaumont, aren't they? Outside Beaumont. The McConaughey's, oh, uh, they're oil people, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, he popped in, like, at World Series. He does a bunch of local spots and stuff in radio here, so, I mean, I don't, maybe he is, but he doesn't rep. Like, no. apparently, Clay Walker, I don't know who that is. That's the country singer, the asshole that does all the Texan songs. It's football time in Houston. <laughs> yeah, and we're ready to play. Speak, that guy. Speaking of shitty country music, uh, I, I, w- I was fortunate enough to get to get tickets to a thing locally, um, and I don't know why I'm so terrified of explaining what locally is, but but I'm not going to say where where I am locally. Not that it's hard to figure out, but but I I'm definitely in Rangers country, and wore an Astros shirt and Astros hat to this thing this evening. I saw another dude in an Astros shirt, and we straight up, like, hugged. Like, I haven't hugged my dad like I hugged this dude wearing an Astros shirt in the last, like, three years. Not because there's anything going on with my dad and I, but but it was more <laughs> of, like, a, a shared... Uh, uh, a, uh, again, 2004 and 2005 Astros would not like that. You know, it's true. Like, it, like it was. But just, I, I love it. That's it, great. That's that's a bonding moment where you're like, yeah, we're out here in these 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 enemy streets. Yeah, and and I, there other there's a way more Rangers hats, Rangers shirts, Rangers shirts and hats. Like, and and they were like, you need to calm down. Like, and and I got I got like, like a dude told me as I was walking down the street, was like, you need to calm down with that Astros stuff. And I was like, you don't. Oh understand. hell no. I was like, I said, you don't understand. I've been, I've, I've, I'm wearing this out of pride instead of like trying to establish street cred or pity for the first time in like 12 years. So why don't you calm down and realize that your team's on See, the I don't even understand that, that approach. Like I've never stopped anybody for wearing any team's hat or shirt and been like, what are you doing wearing that? I don't give a fuck. Like I like what even is that? Yeah. No, I don't, I, even, guy, I don't even understand that that train of thought. I don't care. Like, oh, I don't like your team and you're wearing the shirt. Cool. Like, I will secretly hate you and think about you in line at the bank, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> hope you don't get stamps that day. Yeah, I mean, I hope bad things happen to you. I'm like, nice shirt, idiot. But, like, I'm not going to say it. I'll <laughs> smile. No. Rangers fans, and, 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 of course, I don't. I mean, I live sort of between Rangers and Astros' home territory, but but tonight was the first night that like Rangers fans were like, "You need to calm down." And a, and a dude told me, "You better win the World Series." He's like, "You're the best team in baseball. You better win the World Series. Oh, fuck. Otherwise, fuck it doesn't off. mean anything." That's what he said. Yeah, because oh. you know, they. I, I've come to find that. Found. Well, I don't even know what the fucking proper 
tenses at this point, but they are very bothered. And I, I found this out from Evan Grant, who I've come to love. Triggered. Ah, I don't know. Right. I don't know if you follow Evan Grant, but he just calls out Ranger fans with irrational tweets and puts them in their place, and I absolutely love it. But they are all bothered that they did not uh, that they blew that World Series. Yes, like that. That is. They don't talk about it a lot, and they. But that has haunted them, and and they think they deserve a World Series. And he even tweeted out today, if anybody deserves a World Series, it's us. We waited longer. Yeah. No. You know, I've had a um, troubled, a, a troubled history with Evan Grant because I just, I don't know. I just meant from that standpoint to where he does, like he holds his own fans accountable, and I just respect that. That's all. That's all. That's just base level. The weird thing is that now that the Astros are sort of on top and the Rangers are looking up, like I I've come to appreciate him more than more than I have in the past. And there was a really good article uh, in the Fort Worth Star-Telegram today from Mac Engel, who is a douche canoe uh, 99% of the time. But he had, a really good, he had a really good point that Nolan Ryan leaving the Rangers, it, it didn't help the Astros as much as it hurt the Rangers. Because Nolan Ryan could stand up to John Daniels and say, this is not a good idea. No one uh, Ryan doesn't do anything well, for no, us. But he, he's in a he's in a diminished role. He does nothing for the Houston Astros. No, but, but he never signed up like for a diminished role. Us. Like he was like, okay, I'm just going to make a billion dollars. Like he's just associated with us. Like he doesn't do anything. No, but I, you know, I, that that may be true. But but the the point of the the column or the article or whatever it was was that Nolan Ryan had a defined role with the Rangers in an advisor to the GM role, where he was actually an advisor to the GM. To say like, don't make this trade. I don't like this dude's mechanics, and it was a, it was a very measured response to what has happened so far this year, and and it's it's really weird to see the the Metroplex media's response to what's gone on and being like, hey, the Rangers messed up here, and. Well, they're not good. Like they have to come to that conclusion. No, but so it then was, you got to start asking questions. Yeah, but it, but it was it was a, a really. I'll I'll tweet the link out again because it was. I won't I won't read it, but I appreciate that you're doing that. You should read it because it, okay, it, I'll read it. All right, it's 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 good in that Nolan Ryan brought an accountability to John Daniels that. He doesn't have to bring to Jeff Luno. He fights coyotes. He's going to bring accountability to anybody he comes across with. So, yeah, of course. If you miss a guy that can beat you up and it's like, hey, don't do this. I'm from <laughs> Alvin. And you're like, shit, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and not do this. Like He, like, fights snakes on his on his ranch just for fun. Like, Nolan is the ultimate. He'll get bit by a snake just to see what happens. I think he has, and he's just like, ah, I got bit by a snake, and he pitched that night and threw his six no hitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so did we ever resolve the what pitcher do you want? No, we didn't. No, talk we barely it. got into it. All right, so let's let, let's we even talk about. It. Do, it. Yeah, we can. Okay, let's let's start. Let me as the moderator. Let me start here. Do the Astros need another starting pitcher? Okay, uh, Nick, I'm going to let you think about your answer, and I'm going to come in and say that. I ideally I'd like them to sign one, but I am going to come from the angle 
that with McHugh getting healthier day by day and with the way Peacock has pitched, adding that with the lineup that we have and the ability to score runs, I don't know if we necessarily need it. I don't think it's a detriment to our team if we do not have another pitcher. I feel like, look what we're doing. We are winning at an unprecedented level right now without even some of the pitchers of the rotation that we started the season with. So with McHugh coming back, he could possibly be that third guy. And I'm not sitting here saying that I don't think that we should sign somebody. I do. But I, I don't think that if we don't, it's the end of the world. I think this lineup can – I don't care. I said on the, like, on the radio, I said we can re-sign Chad Qualls to start. We can fucking <laughs> throw out David – we can throw David Carr on the fucking mound. It doesn't matter if we're throwing 11 <laughs> runs, eight innings out there. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Well, look, Pat's not completely wrong, but he is no, I am for not. many reasons. <laughs> um, here's the thing. We're, we're great, and we have a good team, and we have decent depth. But this is maybe my – I have many reasons. This might be my biggest one. We have the prospects to spare. Like – Triple A is a log jam right now with four A guys. Yeah. We have two prized prospects, Fisher right now, who just keeps getting better. I mean, and Tucker. Fisher, but Fisher's our starting he's he's our future left fielder. Fisher's in the plan. Tucker might be our future left fielder. And uh, also we still have right fielder. fielders. I mean, we, we still have we probably don't need both. Is what I'm getting. Well, both at. would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, but we also have. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Go ahead, man. Go. I'm sorry. I'm done. <laughs> no, we still have Springer. We still have. I mean, granted, I don't know. I, I I do have the weird feeling Springer's the odd man out when everyone starts getting resigned. But we we have the depth. We have that. We could lose one of those prospects. We could lose Martez. We're, and and. You know, McHugh will probably come back. Warren will come back. But here's the thing. We have room to spare. It's not going to kill our farm system. We're about to draft. We have five picks in in the first hundred in this next draft. Luno and his team knows what they're doing. We can replenish. And also, I know it's a different team because, you know, they're allowed to, like, you know, not wear shirts in the locker room. <laughs> But in 05, in the World uh-huh. Series, we had Roger Clemens, Andy Pettit, Roy Oswald, and we still got swept. It's true. Let's go. Yeah, we did. So I don't care how much pitching we have. I want some more. As long as it doesn't cost us any guys on the team, you know, and doesn't ruin, like, team chemistry, which I don't think. I think this team, like, loves each other. If Fires goes to the bullpen, I don't think anyone's going to like. What, what would you say if, like, say, all right, Cleveland starts to run away with the Central and the Twins do drop to that 70-whatever that win total you were talking about, and they are talking about dealing Irvin Santana, and we don't have to give up that much. Yeah. Are you interested in that? Yeah. That's, that's something that I'm kind of down with. I don't want to mortgage the future for Garrett Cole. Well, I, I don't think that's mortgaging the future. I think that's also insurance against Keuchel. I don't think he needs after, it. After, no, after free agency, for free agency. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm not, and I'm not against signing somebody. I was just playing devil's advocate in the sense that we score enough runs that, I mean, Brad Peacock's winning games, Mike Fires wins games where he gives up five runs. I mean, look, I wanted, I wanted uh, Edison Vol- Volquez. I, I still want him. I, I you know, after I Joker, hate him. I, I don't even want, never want him on our team. <laughs> yeah, but I want him on the team because um, he's a guy who he, own, he, well, he owns posted a, pictures with horses, like on a horse. I don't like that. God damn it, Pat. Like, that, like, that, like oh, that's it. When I saw him on a horse, I was like, no, nope. you're, that's it. You and Putin. Like, you're like oh, that, get the fuck out of here. You're like that guy who I listened to on Astros Sports Radio on accident last night. Who was like, I don't like Ken Giles. Well, who should we replace him with? Mariana Rivera or someone as good? That's you, Pat. I'm talking about a fucking guy on a horse. I'm not allowed to hate that. That's shitty. No, but like, yeah, I feel like... Because here's the thing, McCullers is not going to get fully shut down in August and September. But he's, he's not going to at all. He's going to be. He's not shut down anymore. He's he's a he's a grown man now. Pat, are you, I want to I want to I want to stop everything for a second. Pat, are you? I'm sorry, I'm eating Skittles. I was gonna, are you eating like grapes or something? Because like, all right, Skittles. Wait, what? I thought you were like eating grapes or. No, I'm eating. I'm eating Skittles. All right, cool. Um. I just I – I was muting it for a second, and I was like, I don't give a fuck. I, this is my show. I don't care. I mean, skills, you fucking idiots listening. No, I'm, I sort of fall between – I fall – I don't – I agree with the, with the Springer as the odd man out uh, because uh, – in free agency because of the outfield depth that the Astros have in the system. Um but I, I don't know. I mean, of course they've shown they can win ten straight freaking road games for the first time or since nineteen eighty nine. They're twenty and six on the road. <laughs> and I want to say, was it the two thousand twelve Astros that won like twenty or twenty one road games like all season? Like this is a this is a sounds about right. I, I, it's in twenty fifteen. We couldn't win a road game. We almost lost. We almost didn't make the playoffs because we couldn't win a fucking road game. We finally did in Arizona. And yeah, no, that's true. And like it's it's a really weird. I don't know what and team chemistry is whatever, but but I I feel like anybody that comes in and their desire is to go to the postseason and do something awesome in October, they're gonna be they're gonna be accepted. Like it's not. This isn't the same 2015 team where you make a trade to make a complete difference like Carlo, the, the Gomez fires trade, which remains to be seen how effective that actually was. Um, I still think it was worth it. Well, I mean, it was, I mean, it wasn't, it was worth it. What was the worst? I think that, what was, I mean, I, I still would do the move, but I don't think it's played out very well. What was the I think worst? It played off better for us than it did the Brewers. And I think it like, that no hitter, like actually that fires through, actually gave us some momentum back because we were scuffling like crazy. I, I could argue that the Casimir trade maybe wasn't worth it. That was my next question. What was the worst yeah, trade? Yeah, I'm Kazmier, with you on that. Casimir or Gomez fires? What was the worst trade? I actually think fires Gomez was a good trade for 2015. I think they were both. They were going for it. Like I, I mean, we can analyze it all we want, but. They well, went you know for what, it. You know we it were all matter. excited when they went for it. We're like, fuck yeah, we're, we're going for it. 
Well, we're trying Here's to. We're thing. doing the best they we were can both with what we good got. Trades. I got a hot take for you. They're both good trades. You know why? Because we have prospects to spare that we're not going to fucking remember. And exactly. if we do, it doesn't matter because we have more prospects. Nah. Okay? Jeff Luno isn't like some huckster that accidentally drafted a good prospect. Like, when Roy Oswalt was our only good prospect for 10 years. This is not the – again, and this is just the different mentality of it. We hold on to these prospects like they're the, run, the one ring. We have a lot and we'll have more because – Jeff Luna is good at his job. So, like, we can make these moves. We can make these risks because it's not like it's the end of the franchise, you know? So well, and we don't have, like, a, an old oil tycoon just share, like, just like, hey, I'm going to mortgage our whole future to win right now, 2005. <laughs> Which is 100% what Drayton did. He no. What Drayton did was like, "Hey, uh, what's the best team to get in marketability?" Okay, cool. We'll do that, and then nothing else ever again. Drayton. I mean, he tried to win. No, he tried to win. Like a champion. He, he tried to. Win. He tried to win. He just tried to do it the Florida Marlin way. Drayton is the That's worst true. thing that ever happened to the Houston Astros. I agree. Mm, uh, Drayton brought the team to respectability, and then Hunsaker well, did. It and Hunsaker did. And then Hudsicker started getting the attention, and then Drayton got rid of him. And then yeah. Drayton crippled this team. Oh, no, so I will. 100- yeah, 2004 and 5 crippled the franchise for years to come. I will 100% agree with that. That uh, Hudsicker was, was Drayton's genius and not Drayton. Yeah. Drayton was a Wait, wait, it wasn't, it wasn't Timmy Papura? Timmy <laughs> Papura was so good. <laughs> the Carlos Lee thing. Will go down as the worst move in Astros history. Um, um because because it, it because uh, look at how many. No, it wasn't just that, but like he then then that's when he was like, "Well, I signed, I got you, Carlos Lee. I'm not. Why would I have to sign draft picks? Why do I have to tra- trade players?" He became he became super cheap after that. Yeah, no, it was because he, he was getting out the game. Like, no, he, like he knew what he was doing. He just didn't care about us. Yeah, not only was was it the Carlos Lee deal, it was the Woody Williams deal, which gave up the first, what, three draft picks, and then the Astros didn't sign the... Yeah, no, they gave up the first and second round and then didn't sign the third and fourth round picks, so the Astros' first actual draft no, I, pick... I can't, I can't relive 2006 Astros. Look, like... No, there we was it was very clear after 05 because as we said earlier it's like that was a bunch of 40-year-old dudes trying to make something happen for the last time. That's when that's when you should have traded I don't know who you trade. You wouldn't trade Biggio, but would you trade would you have traded Oswald after the 05 season? 06. Yeah, 06 season. I mean, the logical baseball person in me says yes, but he was also a local brought-up guy that we loved. He got him a tractor. He did. He's a you know an Astros hero. So I mean, the we fan of me says start- no, is but he- yeah, yeah, you get rid of him just like we did Berkman. Like go to, go to St. Louis and get you a ring, Puma. Well, that was we did in 2010, and it was too late. Well, I know, but because that's when the league figured out Berkman wasn't he wasn't good without Bagwell and Pidgeot. Mm. I think he was just broken down. Well, at least he at least he stops people from going to the bathroom. He's a real hero. Um, <laughs> huh. Black people, God. knee injuries. 
I don't want to get into it, but I'll just say I've never loved an Astro player and then stopped loving an Astro player more. More than Bergman? Yeah. Oh, I love. I always love Puma. Uh, that look. I'm from L.A., man. I'm just just one of those guys. But look, <laughs> since I'm right about trading for, you know, a pitcher, who who do you trade for? Uh, can I go first? Yes. Oh, uh, given mm, given the system, given what's coming up, given the scenario, I'm gonna say trade for Johnny Cueto. The Giants. He's. I think this is the last year of his deal. Um, he's not gonna cost as much as a Garrett Cole because the Pirates want to become relevant. Uh, again, briefly. Wait, no, wait, no. Cueto's the horse guy. Volquez is cool. Cueto's the horse guy. Sorry, I just, I just had, I just realized that. Cueto, <laughs> no, he's the horse guy that took the shirtless pictures in his bed. No, Cueto's who I don't want. Volquez can come on with his no hitters. Sorry. So about you that. want like a cashmere type deal? Yeah, you want. No, you, I, you want a short term. You want a high risk, high short reward, short term deal. Yeah, because I don't think we. I mean, we don't need to lock. We don't need to lock a pitcher down, do we? All right, hold I mean, on. Yeah, I, I, I do think you do because. Well, see, I want to go Garrett Cole or Verlander. I think Garrett Cole is the target. I think Garrett Cole is the most likely. I'd like to see who falls out of the race. Like I said, like if if Santana's available in, in Minnesota, if they're selling, if uh, you know some teams fall out and they decide to sell, you don't know who can pop up around trade deadlines. So I mean. It, Cole's the target right now. I mean, I, I know Chris Archer's out there. There's Archer's not going anywhere. Tampa Bay's playing too well. I don't know, man. Oh. He's tweeting out cryptic things today. You never know. <laughs> and, and, and Tampa Bay also sucks, just in general. Trump well, yeah. sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think you but go... They're not going to win, though. Okay, I mean, they're not... Even if they're playing well, like, come on, man. Come... Come have some fun and hang out with some guys your age and go to Club Astros. Yeah, but think it's, it's got to be an ideal landing spot for, for a young pitcher to watch this team. Sure. I mean, look, you got Brent Strom. Think about Garrett Cole under Brent Strom for a couple years. And then if we can't sign Keuchel, we can sign, we can sign Cole for less money, too. Do you think... All right, so let me ask you this: Who of the remain of the the major free agents, and I'm talking Springer, Altuve, Keuchel, um, Correa, who is the le- who is the mm, how do I phrase this? Who is the most likely to be like, yeah, that was fun, but I want to see what free agency has for me. All of them. No, I I I think none of them. I think if 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 they'll pay them, what if, what if we just like ownership just owns up and they're just like fuck it, go Steinbrenner and pays all of them to stay. Well, there's they're going to stay with their friends. They're there, all fucking actual friends. There's a reason the Astros had a twenty four million dollar payroll in two thousand thirteen, and that's to bank money for when they got good again. They pro- he's always promised to to pay and spend money when the time was right. So I, I'm not saying that he will, and I think those I, I four think guys could be twenty five million dollars each. Hey man, easy. What if we're fucking winning? What if we get like three rings out of it? 
here's here, here's my thought. I think we'll definitely keep Altuve in Korea. No, I think I think we keep all of them but one. And I think that it's possible that he's like, fuck it, I'm just going to keep all of them. Because Keuchel is going to get a seven-year, man, $250 million. The way Springer's playing, I know Keuchel, you need an ace, but I don't know. It's between Keuchel and Springer. That's your odd man out? Keuchel or Springer? I mean, yeah, I think Keuchel, being that he's the number one guy, and he's absolutely dominant this year, and just because he was hurt last year, he was kind of off. But the trend is that when he's healthy, he's a legit number one. It's probably At, Springer. But look what Keuchel, he's fucking Springer's doing. Yeah, but Keuchel, but do you want to give a $7 million to a guy hitting the 280 and possibly no, 115 contract, RBIs like, and 30 home runs? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I and then yes, I I, do. If, we're not, if we're not good next year, I could see us trading Springer. If like we're not good in the next two years, like I could see us trading, trading Springer. Springer yeah. yeah. I'm sure that's. I I just. I, I mean, I wish I knew their plan. We're just throwing shit out there. There's. No, I have no idea. I know that they wanted to keep a core together. I just money wise, I don't even know how possible that is. Yeah, I, I think it's just depends on a couple of things. But like, look, Garrett Cole's on the team. He's not going to break the payroll, and it's going to cost us like our major prospects. But if we can get him and them and the. On the closer, I think I think we're good to go. Here, here's I mean, what, it is the Pirates. We can get over on them. Here's here's what you have to think of with Garrett Cole. Do you trust a 26 year old Garrett Cole now, or do you think that a 21 year old Francis Martez will will eclipse a 26 year old Garrett Cole? Because you have to look at what's coming. Like I think that Springer's the odd man out, given the surge of of Kyle Tucker and Derek Fisher it makes like Jake Marisnik's I I I don't know I've never spoken a word to him don't know anyone who actually knows him but like, I, I know people but Marisnik's got to be worried about someone like Derek Fisher or Kyle Tucker that that they need to step it up because someone's gunning for their job. Like, is that the same thing that it, that you get what you can out of Springer and just trust that one of your outfield prospects will go to town, or do well? Well, well I, I think that's a that's a, an odd premise just because I think Marisnik now is he's not compete. He's never going to be a starter. He's a specialty tool in the on the team. Mm. He is specific for Sunday games and defensive replacement. <laughs> so honestly, he probably actually has more job security than like Ioki. Mm. I think because, see, I think Springer's essential to the brand. I think he's become more important than maybe he was. And of course, we all loved him, but I think he's becoming. Oh, he's my favorite Astro. I mean, Springer's my uh, favorite. And he's a lot of he's. I know people say Altuve and Correa, but Springer is just as much a face. And Brand, unfortunately, I know it to baseball centric people that doesn't that doesn't resonate. But he's the way he's playing; he's making himself more and more uh, important. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I I could see them trying to keep him as well. I I don't know. 
I mean, because could you be, do, because you, you, be you do have Derek Fisher might be up this year. He may be playing in in, in place of Aoki like soon. He's hitting like he's hit hit like four eighty four in the last two weeks or no, something. With yeah, Fisher's, I mean, he's he's absolutely Fisher's killing the ball. If the Astros DFA'd Aoki tomorrow and said they were bringing up Fisher, I'd be like, sweet, that sounds awesome. What would this lineup lineup be if Fisher pans out and he actually plays? And he's like a five – Fisher's a a potential five-tool guy. Yeah. And if Fisher – and if you have a young guy that comes up and he can rake, this lineup becomes just even that much more ridiculous. See, see, I, I, I look at Fisher as like, oh, this is awesome. He'd be a great player to have. Okay, he's a he's the top prospect. We can keep Kyle, Kyle Tucker now. That's where I. That's exactly where I am. That, that's yeah. He would be great. But like, look, let's pack. Like, who wants? Because here's the thing: teams like the Pirates, teams like Detroit, they want major league ready players. So you can make a package with Martez and Fisher, and probably throw AJ Reed in there, mm. and you could get something great. Like something really like you that's could a, get Garrett Cole. I mean, you, you could get that's a big. Pa- I mean that's that's a big. It's a big package. It's a big of, package. But we also have the next big, group up. Package. We have the next group up. Yeah, I, I, I know. I, I I have the complex that James has with the the pros like wanting them to to see how the prospects pan out, like to give them a shot. Well, we like, have, J, like JD Martinez came up. He didn't work here. He goes to Detroit, and he's fucking great. And I'm like, that's cool. But like to you see, know like, did work out. Correa, Bregman, McCullers, all I of them. Bringer. I know. I want. That's why I want them to get a shot because I want them to come up and play. I don't know, man. It's just yeah. A, I, it, I, it's I, not necessarily I, like realistic. We no. I know. We go from like never having any prospects. So I think that's why we covet them so much. To having so many and like all, like elite prospects. But what we need now is a major league ready pitcher with. Playoff experience. That's what we need. I think we have enough guys that we could trick them with, though. No, Where they're like, ah, oh, this guy, this guy's got potential, and then we could just trick them. That's why but I think we're, trading for, we're that's, trading for a goddamn pitcher. You guys need to get on board. No, I, I want to, but I just I would rather trick them than give them uh, Tucker and. Uh, yeah, we're not going to be able. I'm to do okay a with Frankie uh, Tuesday. I mean, I, I we're going to have to give up something. I get it. We can't convince uh, everyone that Preston Tucker is Kyle Tucker. <laughs> we can absolutely try. But Preston Tucker was the gateway drug to Kyle Tucker. Well, yeah, that was a necessary evil. That was the Guriel play that didn't pan out for Guriel's uh, younger brother. Yeah. It worked out. Lord. But like, but, like, Preston is doing good. We have, like, all these, like, 4A guys who are actually doing yeah, really Preston's well. Yeah, Preston's like a major leaguer down there, like, just raking in AAA. But nobody's going to want fucking Preston Tucker. Oh, I think like a team like Tampa Bay would love to have a Preston Tucker. Yeah, I mean, he's most of that Fresno team is major league ready, to be honest with you. They're all guys that have been up with the club. They're all first basemen. It just <laughs> depends true. who's ready to, who want, who actually wants them. I really think, I really think A.J. Reed will be a very productive major leaguer, but I don't know. I think the Guriel. No, well, it's not here. No, but it's I think here. I think the Guriel signing really clouded AJ Reed's future because it didn't give him a spot. And I don't but know. Reed had his shot. If no, he would have never stopped didn't. hitting, 
That, that he wouldn't no. have lost his spot, and no. that was on him. No, he didn't have a shot. No, no, because they would have moved. No, because remember when Gurriel came in, left field, third base, first base, because Bregman still wasn't really up. I mean, it was fluid. No, it a- was fluid. They a- could have a- DH'd him, and they wouldn't have signed Beltran. Like if he was hitting the ball. They would have found a spot for him. Reed was fucking terrible. No, no. A.J. Reed did not get a shot. And my ideal scenario is that the Astros, given what they've done with Davinsky um, and turning him into, like, the first actual, like, relief pitcher since Goose Gossage or Bruce Suter or whatever – but my ideal scenario with AJ Reed is that they bring him up and he cuz he was like a legit pitcher in college like the best pitcher in the country. I want to see AJ Reed get called up where he can be the lefty reliever that Tony Sip is not and and also DH and and I want to see them push the envelope that far but but no, AJ Reed did not get an actual shot. Because okay, okay, I'll agree with you there, but we are now a forty-one baseball team. We are not. We're not. A, we're not. We're not doing experiments anymore. But That's it's a wrap not an experiment. On that. It's not an experiment. He's not coming up to just get a shot while He's, we're. No, I mean it is what it is. No, AJ Reed is a legit pitcher and hitter in the SEC, which is a. I, I, I'm not debating that. I'm just saying, like he just. Uh, it's done now. No, nope. the time has Look, passed here. He's here. Be the next starting thing. first baseman for the Pirates, and he'll have a great career. Yeah, it's just it's it's done. It's no. done here. No, we are screw. We are up. an elite baseball team. We're not. We're not gonna fuck around with. Let's see what AJ Reed can do up in the DH spot, unless there's an injury that that gives him an opportunity. It's just not gonna happen. It is what it is. Nope. I, I, it sucks. I'll, th- this is the hill I'll die on. Like AJ Reed needs to be a reliever slash first base DH type. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> it, it, but it needs to. Well, that's, right. that, those are two different needing and actually happening are two different things. No, you right, go back to 2011. We, we need to be walls. part of the Paris Agreement, but we, we aren't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it got so real. It did. Yeah, I, I took it there. I was like, fuck it. I don't care. It's midnight. Hopefully the Astros win the World Series before we all die. Yeah, that is and, a legitimately legitimate concern. That's my pin tweet. Is that the Astro? Of course, the Astros have the best. We're going to have the best team in baseball of the year of the nuclear war shortened season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are going to win ninety-four. Don't have. We're going to win it. Don't have to beat the Yankees and Red Sox if those cities don't exist. But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate, and that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today.